Welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining us again for our sixth episode. Um, I'm here with Chloe again today. Um, as promised, last podcast, we were going to have a talk about the pregnancy side of things, um, mainly around the mental health with it and our experience, because I find that not a lot of dads talk out about what... Um, how they felt around the pregnancy and what happened for them as well. Um, so, welcome back, Chloe. Thanks. Thanks <laughs> it's like, welcome back to our lounge room where we're sitting. <laughs> we don't go far. No. Um, all right. So, Elena is... Oh, sorry. Before I start, just remember that... There could be some content which is triggering. If there is anything triggering that you get brought up, please reach out and get the support and stop listening to this podcast. Um, Yeah. So, where was I going to say? Now I've had a mind like, oh. Elena. That's right. So, Elena is nine months. months. Nearly nine months old. um, And the pregnancy was shit. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, for the both of us, for like we'll start at the beginning. So we'll start. Elena off. is our daughter, by the way. <laughs> yeah, There's that's people right. People watching that we don't know. That's right. Should probably say that. Yeah. Um. So Elena is our daughter. Um. We'll we'll start from the beginning. Um. When we found out that Chloe was pregnant with Elena, um, it was very mixed emotions. Uh. But overall, we were both pretty excited. Yeah. Um. So that was pretty exciting, and then it all started turning to poop. So the doctor said that, well, one doctor said that Chloe wasn't even pregnant because her HGC levels were, HCG. yep, that one, <laughs> were through the floor. So it looked like that she wasn't pregnant and... For people who haven't been pregnant or don't know that stuff, they have to be above, I think, a five to be pregnant um, and mine were not. Oh, no, they were a 21, so they thought that I was miscarrying. Um, so just keep in mind that I also had a miscarriage before Elena, not with Joe, with the ex-partner I had. Um, so my anxiety was already through the roof as soon yeah. as I felt, like found out. Um, and then we had, um, Creepy Clive's the name of the doctor that we called him. <laughs> um, so we had him and he was just a dick pretty much he said that Chloe wasn't pregnant and we need to stop it stop coming in and asking him because pretty much he said she wasn't pregnant so why are we here um so that was pretty crappy and then we went to our normal GP um and spoke to them and they sent Chloe for an ultrasound um they said that she was pregnant but the baby's really small so they were worried that Elena wasn't growing on time and also, Chloe had a hematoma. So that's kind of like a blister on the inside of your body. Uh, and if the hematoma bursted, that means we would have lost the baby. Yeah. Um, Chloe is also a negative blood type. So what that means is that any bleeding, we had to go up to the hospital. To get a needle. Because if, um, for example, when Elena was born... Uh, they test her blood, and if it's a positive, which it was, so obviously Joe is a positive, um, She, I have to get another needle because if her blood and my blood mix, I can carry antibodies in my body, so future pregnancies will miscarry. That's how negative blood type works. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, any bleeding, we had to go up to the hospital to get a needle. 
which wasn't fun in itself, but anyway, so fast forward a few months, um, we confirmed that Chloe was pregnant and that it was going okay. Um, the anxiety was high. I think the anxiety didn't go away until I started to feel a kick mm. because then I knew that, you know, she was there. Um, but definitely. And I, yeah, that stress that it had on me was, was pretty hard because, um, as you, you all know that when you become stressed out or anxious or scared, all these different reactions happen. So for Chloe, and she won't mind me saying this, she went real bitchy. So like, uh, everything I was getting ripped into, absolutely everything I could, um, leave oh sorry leave a water bottle on the bench and i get ripped into or just <laughs> that's a bit far seriously it's, it's the truth though and like, then you ask me and it's not it's not how it went but hey i was who knows i can't even yeah. remember um so for me it started affecting my mental health quite a bit so we went up to the hospital and asked to speak to the social worker, which I think was one of the best things that we could have done. This was um, later in my pregnancy as well. Yeah, time. yeah. We've so. fast forwarded a few months. Um, so we actually went up to this hospital and asked to speak to the social worker just because the mental health side effect of things was was getting pretty bad and Chloe's physical health was also getting bad. She was having high blood pressure, all this type of stuff. Like, we were, at, we were pretty much at the hospital nearly every second day yeah. for the whole end of the pregnancy. So I was pretty shitty. Um, and we were talking to all the doctors and we were trying to get Chloe to be induced early because of the high blood pressure and stuff because the high blood pressure is obviously dangerous. Um, and all the doctors were saying no. So we would go up to the hospital, spend the whole day up there, be told no, go home, and then two days later have to go back up there because Chloe's blood pressure was high. Um, anything you want to add so far? Um, they were testing me for preeclampsia. That's why we kept going to the hospital because preeclampsia, you can lose the baby and you can also you can pass away yourself um, or get really, really sick. And generally the sign for preeclampsia is high blood pressure, but... Um, Mm. They tested my urine and there was nothing in there. And normally there's protein in there if there is preeclampsia. So pretty much I came, they told me I had gestational hypertension, which is high blood pressure and pretty much the one below preeclampsia. That's how they explained it. And I think what got us was that they were telling us, you know, every day you have to go get your blood pressure checked at the chemist. If you feel it getting high, you have to come to the hospital. So we were up there a lot and no one was doing anything. Like, yeah. we're like, well, we can't just live like this for the rest of our pregnancy. Because it was still, like, I think five weeks, maybe even longer before mm-hmm. we were having her. Um, and, yeah, so we were very frustrated. And it was very, very hard times because we were both stressed. And I was just not feeling well and just had no energy. Um, but, yeah, so we just... Not everyone was like, no, you don't need to be induced, you're fine. But yeah, it was it was frustrating. I think um, an important part of us telling you guys about all the shit stuff first is because you never hear about the shit stuff. Like in movies, when, when someone's pregnant, 85% of the time it's all handy dandy except for a bit of morning sickness, when realistically in the real world, um, 
it's really not like pregnancy is hard for the for the woman that's pregnant and also for the partner yeah. um and that's another thing like a lot of people don't acknowledge the fact that it's hard for for the dad or partner or the other half um because the the physical symptoms we don't have as such like as males we don't experience that um so we're up at the hospital and the head peds doctor up there um said all right what we'll do oh gyno i think anyway um said that she will give us an induction date which was the best thing in the world um anyway so we made it through to the induction date and we had to go into the hospital so we went into the hospital and we had to stay overnight because they were inducing Chloe at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, it was actually six o'clock, but they didn't come around till eight. Oh yeah, that's right. It was yeah, too. they were a bit late. So um, we had to stay at the hospital, uh, which was a, a crappy night because they they do like a procedure before inducing you um, to open up your cervix, and it caused Chloe a lot of pain. Um, so that was a long night and we finally got to sleep and then ended up oh baby <laughs> golly gosh um and then so chloe and i ended up going to sleep we get up and go to be induced and i said to the doctor i said like chloe's pain threshold is minimal like and she'll tell you that she's a bit of a wimp when it comes to pain um so she, I said, can we just do the epidural straight away just so to make sure that she's comfortable because she was in pain all night and to see her in pain all day would have been like, it was hard enough for me to see her in pain dur- during the night and now to do it for a whole day, it was really tough. Yeah. Um, so I said to them, can we get the epidural? They said, yes, okay. So um, they got the epidural in pretty quick as soon as we walked into the birthing suites. I'll say it doesn't hurt. Did it hurt? Like, did I say no, I it hurt? I don't think so. Everyone's like, oh, the epidural hurts. It doesn't even hurt. I think it's the fear behind it. Yeah, I think it's like, oh, shit, there's a big needle going back. Yeah. But no, it doesn't really hurt. I think I was more concentrated on the fact that I needed to stay still. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't even remember half the day, so take um, it from here. <laughs> so, so that happened. They put their epidural in and we were there for like how many hours? I don't even know. Um, a long time. Anyway, got to pushing time and close pushing and she's screaming at the top of her lungs and I started getting upset. So I started like crying because I felt like I couldn't do anything. And talking to a lot of dads, um, it, it's quite a common thing. It's like a kind of like a guilt thing and, and a thing like that you can't help. So you're, you're feeling like useless um, so for uh, for me, it was I needed to do something. Like as a lot of people that know me, I'm quite a bit of a doer, like and a helper. So to have Chloe sit there crying and all this stuff because um, she was in so much pain and telling us she couldn't do it, I started getting upset. And the midwife said to me, "You're an inspirational speaker, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah." And she said, "Well, go do your job then, because that's all that's all Chloe needed was for someone to." like coach her and be there for her so I went up there um at the top end we'll say and started like talking her through it anyway after two hours of pushing and stuff Elena was here um Elena uh Chloe then had to go be rushed to a surgery because there was a bit of a complication she went into surgery and it was just me uh 
Elena and Chloe's mum. So we were all just chilling in the room. They were going over everything that they needed to for her. And then Elena got a temperature. So we had to go down to the baby, like, intensive care part um, because they were worried that Elena had an infection, um, which she didn't. So I went pretty much, I think it was 48 hours without sleep, I think, yeah, altogether. Um so that happened, um, and the rest is history. It's I think we should probably touch on the after, like the postpartum depression. Yeah. Okay. Side of things, because um, it's a big thing, and not many people. It's starting in the world to be talking about, you know, spoken about a lot more. But um, so pretty much, I guess I can talk from this point of view because I was the one feeling it. And Joe, if you want to add in, you can. But. Um, Pretty much, I was in hospital, I think, five days with Elena. Um, it was five days, hey? Yeah. Yeah. And it was the most depressing five days of my life. Um, sitting in a room with, like, barely being able to leave because of COVID. So I couldn't walk her around the hospital. I had to stay in my ward. Um, and, you know, Joe would go out through the day, grab me stuff, come back. And there'd be times there what I where I would be alone um, with the baby and being in pain and, you know, having to get up to her when she's crying was really, really hard. Um, but I think like there's postpartum depression and then there's, they call it baby blues. Um, and I think I got a little bit of baby blues because when we left the hospital and came home instantly, it was like my world's changed. Like, you know, I, like my hormones were going back to normal and, everything was like totally different so it just like caught me off guard a little bit there and I think I remember in the first like few weeks I would just randomly cry Mm. (laughs) I would just be in the shower crying or I would just start crying when I was like downstairs getting Elena a bottle or something like that um but once again it's probably the best idea to talk to someone when that happens um, because don't keep it in, don't keep it to yourself because it's not going to help you. Um, trust me, it is very overwhelming having a baby, like for both parties. Like I'm sure Joe was like, what the hell do we do with her now? <laughs> mm. But um, no, Joe was amazing. He took the lead once we got home. I remember I was so sore and I was sore for weeks. Like it was really bad. Um, and I was like, like, I'd known how to be a mum, but once you got home with that baby, it kind of hits you. You're like, what do I do? And I was just, like, sitting there, like, does she need a feed? Like, do you, like does she need to sleep? Like, what do I what do? I do? And then <laughs> Lucky Joe was there because he was taking the lead, you know, making the bottles and all that fun stuff. But, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, baby blues, postpartum depression um, are really, really, like real things in the world and they're really 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 hard to go through because you know some ladies don't even want their baby because they're so it's not their fault it's just the way their mind's thinking thankfully that wasn't me the doctors thought that might have been me because I went through such a hard pregnancy but thankfully it wasn't um but yeah I just wanted to make it known that I came home and I cried there was random times where I didn't even know why I was crying. I would tell Joe, I don't know. I'm just sad. <laughs> so it does go away though. Like, trust me, I think it went away within like a month mm. and I felt better. 
and instantly joe will say this it you change you're not a bitch anymore (laughs) (laughs) um from my point of view with this topic with the postpartum depression um i think it was hard on me as well because uh as we discovered i like to fix things and help but when you're crying for no reason it's quite hard to fix that um so it's like there were some times there where you were just crying and like i had no idea what to do because there was actually nothing nothing wrong yeah there was nothing to fix so um that was pretty much it Uh, it's just buy chocolate and flowers (laughs) i think joe is like he says he's a fixer so the whole pregnancy it was very, very hard on him for the fact that I went through so much and he was the one who was there to fix it. Like, my mum, my family, they all live two hours away. So, Joe was my sole, like, carer. Like, I was every night, every day, he was there unless he was doing other things. So, I think it must have been really, really hard on you because, like, you just want to fix everything. And it was really, really tough for... Mm me like mentally physically every way possible and Mm. i was just like here you go joe take my problems and fix them (laughs) so yeah it would have been really really hard from me going through depression to my hormones going all 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 over um to me being in a lot of pain during birth then to me uncontrollably crying at the like after i've had the baby and then him looking after a newborn it yeah it was. It would have been tough, but he did it. You did it, and he's back Thanks. for round two. <laughs> oh, um, but let let's finish on a positive note. There, it was a ma- like it was. Um, I was gonna say magnificent, magnificent, but it's not. <laughs> it's it was a really good experience. Yeah. Um, like that we've really focused on the negatives, mm. but it's because no one talks about the negatives. You you can hear all the positive stories about pregnancy and all that that movie expectation stuff like yeah um it very rarely happens like that but there is a lot of positive stuff that come from it like we love elena um and yes the pregnancy was hell um but this pregnancy now has been nowhere near as hard as what elena's would be like even from chloe's moods this pregnancy has been a breeze i would say it's been the easiest thing <laughs> oh definitely i'm just hoping it stays like this we're nearly 20 weeks so nearly halfway that's right <laughs> nearly there. so um yeah we just need to um keep on plotting along um it it has been good and on a last gruesome note um i strongly recommend for males to go down the business end while your child is being born i thought it was the best thing in the world if you're not scared of a little bit of blood definitely go down there because it was just to see your your child come into the earth um for the first time it was just it was real awesome like it was just an amazing i think the whole process of being born is pretty cool like not why you're doing it (laughs) but like once they get placed on your chest and you realize that you actually have a child Mm. i think that's amazing like it it, they literally transfer from your belly to your chest and i think that is amazing and it was the hardest but best experience i've ever been through yeah definitely um all right guys so that is pretty much it yeah of our little pregnancy journey 
number one. Um, so if you have any questions or whatever, feel free to comment um, or inbox us. I'm sure Chloe is going to share it on her Facebook as well uh, and her Instagram. So yeah, if you've got any questions, feel free to ask away. Thanks guys, have a good one. See ya.